Welcome to So You Think Your Car Is Fast, where we dive into the world of high-end, fast cars and explore what it truly means to have a fast car. From the latest in supercar technology to the mechanics that make these machines go, we'll separate fact from fiction and uncover the misconceptions about speed and power that exist in the minds of the general public. Join us as we put the pedal to the metal and discover what it takes to have a car that truly lives up to the title of fast. The 992.2 is probably going to be hybrid, right? And that's the end. That's it. No more ICE cars after that, you think? I mean, you know, it's 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 interesting. People talk about how government regulations are are taking, uh, you know, mandating electric cars. Well, they're not really mandating electric cars, but they are mandating no more internal combustion engines. Mm -hmm. And the only viable alternative we have right now are the so We could put a steam engine in it and... You know, get around the regulations. You laugh, but Steve was in Los Angeles servicing a steam-engined car not too long ago. Uh, what? Yeah. yeah one from, like, recent years? No, I mean, it was from, like, 1920. But oh. yeah, they're not driving it to work at, you know, Merrill Lynch or whatever. <laughs> no, he sent, he sent me photos of this car, and I'm like, it kind of looks like a car. And he's like, look, it's a steam engine. <laughs> it kind of looks like a car. Steve gets to play with all the cool stuff. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to go at all. I mean, right now, electrics are kind of the way, you know, electric cars today are basically running off of cell phone batteries. I mean, that's it's the same tech. You just, you know, you put 800 cell phone batteries in a car and and that's what you get. You know, now that we have enough electric cars on the road and some mandates saying that the, the gasoline cars have to go away, everybody's dumping a lot of R&D into it. So, I mean, the new batteries, you know, right now you have like a 700 pound battery or whatever it is that goes 300 miles. Well, it won't be too long until you have a 350 pound battery that goes the same distance. And it might even be, you know, a 150 pound or 175 pound battery. To go even 700 miles. Yeah, it's going to be insane. So what, so what would be your first electric car? If you were to buy one right now. Well, I have a Tesla. Well, that's right. Yeah. I have a Model well, Y Performance. Well, and it, I mean, it's quick. And, you know, it's it's something that I never really considered. But when you floor it in a gasoline car, there's a there's a little bit of a delay. Uh, even in a, you know, a normally aspirated nine liter people eater engine, when you floor it, it's got to dump extra fuel and adjust timing and and do these things open the throttle all that stuff has to happen and get air into it and go i mean it's not a long time but you it's perceptible mm -hmm. it's a perceptible amount of time and if it's an automatic transmission that downshifts right so uh these electric cars man like the first time i did it in the model y performance i put my foot down i almost smacked my head on the back of the seat mm. be just not because it was, you know, unbelievably fast, but just because of like it all, like my, my head had already smacked the back of the seat before my foot was all the way down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's some, there's some really cool things. I, for one, welcome our new electronic overlords. I, I don't see why we can't have both. You know, people who are, who are running uh, enthusiasts are running gasoline cars. That's not going to go away. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, once they get what really pollutes is the, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of cars on the on the uh, daily commute that are, you know, 20 years old and and broken down and leaking fluids everywhere as they drive to and from that daily grind to work every day. And, uh, you know, once that's off the table, maybe they won't be so uh, so worried about, you know, whether whether we have exhausts on our cars or not. I don't know. Maybe I'm overly optimistic, but I think once that's done, 
It'll we be have like, referred to you as an optimist before. Yeah. Yep. My GT3 will be officially all mine relatively soon. So uh, don't be too surprised if I call you about a lift. Stack them up, man. Just stack them up. Stacking them in there. It it it, it works. Lifts do take up some space. I've got one coming at the house in two weeks. And I'm a little nervous about fitting it in there and still being able to park the Escalade next to it. Yeah, that's the tricky part. So we'll see. Like, I can I can just barely get my Escalade in the garage. Like it requires somebody to stand at the front and make sure that I don't run into my toolbox. Yeah, well. And I got to take the trailer hitch off. You don't have the old te uh, tennis ball on the string trick? No. No, you know me. I wanted to put like some lasers in there, you know, <laughs> but that was that was way too much effort. So it... the tennis ball works. I just have a two by four laying on the ground when I pull my truck in. And man, yeah. I mean, my truck barely fits lengthwise, width wise. Yeah, I, I'm fine because I got a tall garage door. But when I pull in the garage, I've got about an inch on both sides of the fenders. Well, you know, I've already got one more car than I do uh parking spots now so if i'm thinking about getting another car which i mean i would love to they they had a 2017 991.2 turbo with 15,000 miles on it at the dealership here in plano for 155,000 and that's also a lot of money but oh it was beautiful yeah if i if i wasn't refreshing my engine and doing my transmission right now yeah I'm going to stop buying cars. That is a complete lie. Well, I think you have as many cars as Todd and I put together. <laughs> I can't, but I can't, I can't, I can't fit anymore anywhere else. So I have a lot of cars, but they're not all fun. And you, you're storing one or two of them out of state too, aren't you, Taylor? Oh, I've, yeah. got, I've got one out of state, but it comes back at the end of this month. Oh yeah. That one's going to park in the street. That's <laughs> how she does it. So, but the rest of them, I think I'll be able to get in. Yeah. With the lift. Is that the second lift? So you have, you'll have two lifts. Yeah. I'll have two lifts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't keep up. I'm a member of the, uh, these other WhatsApp groups and I'm just like a, a little fish to some of those guys. Oh, so I know. It, there, it's, there's always somebody that's got it worse, man. It, it never amazes. It never ceases to amaze me how many people have the Iron Man garage. <laughs> yep. It's like, no, the garage is a subterranean level of my home with an elevator, and I have 44 cars in there. I'm like, man. <laughs> How do you back out? Oh, I don't. It's uh, it's on a turntable, so it's, I always pull forward. Yeah, it's there's oh. an entry and an exit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And here I am trying to figure out how I can stack more cars in my postage stamp. <laughs> there's an entry and an exit. I'm not complaining. It's just, you know. Yeah, I mean, we have nothing to complain about. It's just funny. Breeze yeah. of, of craziness. So I was looking through uh, some um, social media, and I noticed that uh, Calvo, Antonio Calvo, needs some help. He needs a tech. Man, that the, that kind of stuff is my dream job in another lifetime. Uh-huh. Building Vipers? No, just, just anything that's like truly performance-oriented. When I was, let's see, how old was I? I was 19. Um, I had just returned home from being a missionary for my church. And it was an awkward time to come home because I was in the middle of a college semester. So I had to I had to stay. I, it was like I came home at the very beginning of October and then I was planning to go back to school in January. So I was looking for a job. And I, I almost, almost got hired on at LG Motorsports, the old uh, 
Lou Gelati. But Lou uh, I mean, they, they walked me through the shop and I was going to be selling parts. And I, I mean, I was so excited and I met everybody. And then he's like, so, you know, what are your long-term plans? I was like, well, I'm going back to school in January. And he goes, yeah, but so you want me to train you and then you're going to leave? And I was like, oh, no, that doesn't seem fair. So Wrong words. Wrong words. Yeah. They probably don't remember, but it was a highlight of my life. But he's building a new racetrack now. Yeah, I guess it's his son that's in charge of everything now. G2 Motorsports Park? Yeah. I would be all about that, other than the fact that there's a $100,000 initiation fee to join. Uh, I think there was a disc. I, I don't know. if I read somewhere that there was some kind of a discount going on for a select group of people. It was only 75000 well, I hate to say it, but unless it's five thousand, I'm priced out of the market. So it's it's hard to it's close to me, so that would be awesome. Like when I was thinking about Eagles Canyon, I I loved Eagles Canyon. I thought it was a great facility, and I, it seems like a bargain. I I can I can drive there for a long time for the difference in initiation fee. Yeah, I I like the track, uh, and Andy's a member. Yeah, and I want to go. I, I, it's on my list of things to do. I I want to go racing with Andy. I do too. And, uh, you know, we all three should, and you know, even Todd could come up, and we could go. He has a GT3, I heard. There you go, bring it. <laughs> and uh, so, do, but, does Andy? Does Andy listen? Does he listen to our babble? Have you asked him? We've mentioned him several times. I don't think so because we mention him, and he doesn't say anything to me. So I don't think he's watching. Yeah. All right, I'm going to make a note, Andy. I took the interesting path of not telling any of my friends that this exists. I haven't either. <laughs> I'm trying to tell all my friends. I only have six though, so it, you know, you didn't told take all long. six. Okay. Yeah, I told all six, and and like two of them followed us. So one of them found me. Uh oh. One of one of them found us, uh, and messaged me the other day. He says, "You're doing a podcast." <laughs> I was like, "Why not?" Right? Everybody's doing it. Yeah. So, but that yeah, that's the only one. Like really, the only one. I figured we should be good first, and then I'll then I'll tell everybody about it. I have a lot of car friends, but it seems like the the couple that I've told aren't car guys at all. So I don't think they'll be valuable listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's kind of I I. What's weird is I really don't have that many friends that are in into cars, and I talk to them about it, and I can just see their eyes glaze over, and I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna get it out, and I tell them anyway. <laughs> Well, you know, we're we're real hyper focused in what we talk about, even down to like, you know, turbocharged Porsches. And we, we could talk about things that are a little bit more general. And sometimes we do, like we were talking about the Dodge keyless entry problem and we were talking about various things. Uh, that that would probably be interesting to do. You know, a lot of times when you guys are saying things, I will pipe in on the backside and say, ah, oh, well, and kind of explain what that means because I'm trying to think about like what somebody who doesn't know this world inside and out would think when they hear what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if we're getting too detailed or we're not being detailed enough. Yeah, I, to I told you guys the other day that my wife was waiting in the airport and she was like, oh yeah, my husband has a podcast. I'll listen to it. And she said, next thing she knew, 45 minutes had gone by. And, and she was like, wow, I pretty much understood what they were talking about. I was like, well, that's because it's because me probably. Wow. I think yeah, we do I, a relatively good job of explaining what we're talking about. I it's think funny. It's I, I've had some people tell me they listen. Some okay. Well, that's encouraging. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, I think I that makes me feel good. 
what was it you were what was it you were telling me taylor it was like your wife wanted you to go do something but it but the fact that you would go and support it wasn't good enough so uh but you also had to want to go or something like that like i i was showing i was showing this to to my uh missus and and she was like you want me to watch it <laughs> well yeah so so i think and and i don't i don't remember the exact thing but i i do think there's a little bit of a difference between support and tolerance yes right? like you can tolerate someone doing something but support i feel like is a is an action like you have to you do things to show your support so yes so yeah yes. yeah i I can't expect like all of my family members to listen to every episode because I truth be told, I don't listen to every episode. What <laughs> I have so far, you know, well, half the time when, when, when like 1320 video puts out videos, they had us a, a video about us in Kansas. And I don't remember who I said this to, but I said it to somebody. I said, you know, that was like a movie about my life. And I was not the main character. <laughs> I remember you saying that. <laughs> i felt so bad about that because you know here's this like i'm all excited like right like i keep seeing my car and they keep saying and here's todd and even when they show my car you know they don't i'm never i'm like i have to like point myself out in the background walking to the truck because i happen to get into the shot a couple of times so you, you, know, you know taylor just put up a, a poll on his social media he said hey should I go back to black, take the camo wrap off? I'm like, you know what? You should wrap it in guards red. Can you imagine the confusion? <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. We're all, we would all be Todd. Todd. Dan can be Todd one and I can be Todd two and you're Todd OG. Yep. You could have, you could have people yelling obscenities at you too in the parking lot. For it's, no fun. Reason. <laughs> it's fun. I was surprised on that poll. I thought it would be, because everybody loves the camo wrap, right? Like I get told at events all the time how awesome it is, awesome, awesome, awesome. And then I put up this poll and I put three options and the camo's the worst one. So you know I, mean? I don't know, maybe I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But but my car is the I don't know, the spokes car, the it's on the flyer, cover, the Kansas the shift model. sector. It's the cover model. Yeah. It is. Was it was it Kansas or was it Hondo it was the cover for? It's Kansas. It's the one Kansas. that's coming up. All right, so we have to go. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it should be camo at that event, at least. Maybe I need to keep it on until then. Yeah. I don't want to take it. I'm a, I'm scared what it's going to be like when I when I take the wrap off, to, to be honest. Well, you might have to put a new one on it. Yeah, or, or paint. I've mm. uh, I've become buddies over at Stewart's Paint and Body. <laughs> I, I need to go. I need to go to the body shop badly because... That the guy that uh, scraped his trailer down the side of my car, I, of my uh, tow vehicle, I still have yet to get that fixed. You know, I I'm surprised um, uh, with the accolades that they have and the kind of cars they do. I I one of these these guys that I went to high school with, he just had a Ferrari of his, totally totally repainted, like taken all apart and stuff. Um, they are very reasonable cost. I just uh, I just had the the back bumper redone on the Escalade because we got some scuffs on it and it it was not that much money. I was surprised. Yeah, I just need to roll down there and and get it done and hopefully the guy still will agree to pay for it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, that's that has it's been, been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Got to strike when the iron's hot there. Yeah.
Well, procrastination is a fine thing. I put the pro in it all the time. <laughs> we need to put another poll up asking what people want to hear about. Well, I know we've we've had some talks uh, about maybe bringing some guests on. It's it's time. Yeah, it's time. We're ready. We've even had a couple people ask to be on. No, which, what? Yeah. Do they yeah, know what is- they're getting themselves into? And, you know, if it doesn't go well, we can just burn the episode and never talk about it again. <laughs> I, I do have a dream list of, of guests for sure. Well, so I'd like to have the Waniac on. Yeah, Waniac. We'll, get, we'll get him on sometime. And we need Robert to come on and talk about turbos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I'd really like to get our mysterious turbo engineer to come on. I actually asked him about that, and he said no, he doesn't want to do it because uh, he doesn't want to be seen and have it connected to uh, to anything. I mean, we could do what they do on the news, like black him out. His voice, make it all. <laughs> oh, I told him we could make him into the Stig. Yeah, oh, there you go. Helmet. Yeah. Wear, wear this helmet. Yeah, just wear just wear a helmet the whole time or something. But and uh, you know we can we can uh, put a voice changer on him and all that stuff. But uh, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's down. Yeah, I asked a a relatively well known tuner shop. I don't know. I don't know if he'll come on or not. I I like the guy. I just I don't know that he wants the potential exposure. Well, some people are really shy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. When we went to TX2K, somebody recognized me. I was like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, now you can't get away with being called me. No, well, now I can't get away with anything is what that means. <laughs> Well, you know, I dropped my truck off this week to have a, a couple things done. And the owner of that shop was like, dude, I listen to your podcast. And I was like, oh, OK. All right. All right. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what? That, that's good, because if he screws it up. Mm, oh, I don't, I don't think <laughs> they're not going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to put that pressure on anybody. I I understand mistakes happen. I think we need to have the event owners, you know, Jason, Peter, maybe Chase, you know, the guys that run Race Motive. We need to we need to have those guys on and, and try to, you know, get more awareness of these events. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah, Jay, yeah, I think Jason would, would come on. Oh, he's definitely coming on. He he and I talked a couple of days ago and he he is definitely going to be uh, a guest. We're trying to figure out the best timing for it. With shift sector having point system. He feels that, and I, I agree with him that that guys are gonna they're gonna try to get as many points as they can, and then quite possibly on the in the finale in Abilene, if they're close to being able to you know within reach to win the the championship in that class, they're gonna they're gonna go to that event. I think Abilene's gonna have a, a pretty big draw. Seems reasonable. Plus, Abilene's the I love that track. That and in Indy, that's a an amazing course. Well, course. Airport. The only downside with Abilene is the uh, elevation. Is that the highest one? No, it's not any higher than Indy, is it? I'm looking it up. So it's 1,719 feet. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that high. Huh. That's that's where I have my record in Abilene. You no, know, maybe it doesn't matter that much. Uh, you know, atmospheric conditions can matter a lot more than a few hundred feet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. you know, Indianapolis is 719 feet. Oh, wow. So that gives us the opportunity to talk about elevation and how it, it mm-hmm. uh, affects things. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember uh, in Colorado, in uh, Colorado Springs, the, the shift sector up there. I think that's where the the world record is. Hurricane, one, uh, 250, I think, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, there's, there's an interesting thing that occurs, which is that the air is so much thinner that uh, at that high speed that 
there's way less resistance. It takes less power to accelerate. Hadn't thought about that. Yeah, so there, there's pluses and minuses on that, right? Like you get up to higher altitude and the temperatures are cooler, but the air is also not as dense. Well, you know, you know, it's true. I mean, if you've ever been driving 60 miles an hour in the mountains in Colorado and stuck your arm out the window, it's like it's like the same as if you were running as far as wind resistance is concerned. Hmm. I mean, it's just hmm. there's just nothing no, there. I didn't think about that. I never you don't you don't want to take your naturally aspirated cars. No, that's there's a there's a Viper video. Did you guys did you guys see the Viper video? Which one? The the Cyvex guys made it. And it's it's of my car in um in Colorado. Can you pull it up? I'm working on it. All Manny, right. can you pull it up for us, please? Manny. So Manny, pull up this uh video of uh Dan, please. Show it to the class. Yep, okay. Commander Riker Steve is aboard, sir. Warp one, engage. What? <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Hey, That's you remember when somebody I said Vipers were the greatest form of transportation ever? Yeah, we could uh, we could replay that. And here we go. Uh, for the listeners, it is a video of Dan demolishing what looks to be maybe a stock Gen 3 Viper or so. Yeah, that that's why you don't want a normally aspirated car in Colorado. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It looks like he wasn't even moving. It, it, it's funny because, you know, um, the, the biggest challenge of making a car go fast is getting air into the cylinders, right? We can buy bigger fuel pumps. We can mm -hmm. buy better fuel to run more aggressive uh you know timing to get more efficiency out of the air and the fuel that we do have but getting more air into it well you know that's what we're all doing right with turbos and right. uh so you know a, a car at seven thousand feet of elevation there's not a lot of air up there the density of it is you know the volume is the Less. same but the density is lower so a turbo car can be just as fast as a as a car at sea level up there if you have enough turbo to, uh, you know, get, get the pressure right. Yeah. And, and, you know, like people talk about boost. Well, is, is, uh, is a vacuum zero or is ambient pressure zero? And I think we talked about this before too, but you know, our computers run, uh, absolute pressure. Like you hear people talk about map sensors, MAP it's manifold absolute pressure. And that's referencing that pressure off of, zero as in like space a vacuum so when you're up there there's only like 12 psi i don't know would have to have to check me on that i don't remember what the numbers are but um it's less than the 14.7 sea level so six thousand feet's 11.77 six thousand feet oh wow no wonder i can't hardly walk upstairs in breckenridge at yeah what is that thirteen thousand feet or something yeah, I don't even know what it is when you go that high. Uh, it's it's really low. 13,000 feet, that would be... Oh, I don't know. My The table I'm looking at doesn't go, <laughs> doesn't go that high. <laughs> wow. But not much. Uh, so, you know, you lose all that... You, you lose all that power, and the, the normally aspirated cars don't have any way to get it back. So people run, like, slightly different... Like, Underground runs special turbos for Colorado that are running larger compressor wheels, you know, a much larger compressor wheel than they would run 
uh, like in Texas with the same turbine wheel because, you know, ultimately it's still exhausting the same amount. It's you know, the, the compressor has to work a lot harder to get there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Makes sense. Hopefully next week we'll have some information on mine with the turbos fitting or not fitting or whatever. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a problem. What you got X4C on yours. Yeah. I mean, you'll have to mess with it a little bit, but it should, I mean, it should just bolt right up. I mean, and yours is simpler because you just have the filters right on the turbos. Right. So, right. Right. So you think, uh, not a big deal. No, I mean, we looked at the measurements. It's like, it's only like two millimeters different overall size. The only, the only things that could mess you up is if the compressor, if the turbos are just so close to the engine that the compressor cover is too big and hits the engine. That'd be like the only thing I'd be worried about. Oh, wow. Which maybe wouldn't, depending on how it works, I don't know, you'd, you'd maybe have to mod the headers a little bit, but you might be able to just get away from cutting the flange off and extending it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if the flange is vertical or horizontal at that. It's got to be yeah. vertical. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're that close. I, there's pictures of yours. Don't we have pictures of yours? Which ones? Oh, Taylor's? Yeah. Uh, no, of, of your engine, t t uh, Todd, with the turbos on it. Don't we have one somewhere? Like, I swear. I think I already said this, too, but I remember Trey telling me on yours, Dan, he mocked up yours with the X with my X4C covers so that if you ever decide to go that big, you have room. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did do that. Well, that's convenient. I got a picture of what my steering wheel is supposed to look like. Oh, yeah. Let's see. It's the nut behind the steering wheel that's always the loosest. I'll send a picture, Dan, that you can pull up. Cool. But yeah, so I got this part of it, and now I need the wheel itself. So that's what it's going to look like? Mm -hmm. And we Red. both have the same shift knob. Red Alcantara. Sweet. Ironically. I love it. So we just need Taylor to wrap his guards red. Yeah. What color is your interior, Taylor? Black? Black. But the problem is, is you know, I got a yellow roll cage now. Oh, well, that's Iowa State Cyclone colors, my hometown. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not like, I don't know. Wrap the car yellow. Ooh, yeah. I like the blue camo though, to be honest. I think that's kind of the, for me, that's the identity of the car. I was too surprised that uh, that it wasn't winning in the poll. Well, you know, the thing is, is my son told all his friends to vote something else. Oh, oh you have so I was like, that's not really, okay. we're manipulating the uh, poll here. So now, now it's like the Iowa presidential straw poll. It's, it's, it's rigged. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I didn't really think about it. And then I saw some pictures of it black and I was like, you know, I, I, I do like it. And it's not, it's not just black. It's basalt in a certain light. It almost takes on a little bit of a purple. I'm I love that. Scared, color. I'm scared to pull it off. Did I love you wrap color. it because the paint's not good or you just got bored. Nah, I just got bored. I, I wanted to wrap it and just wanted to do something. The the paint's okay. My my issue with pulling uh pulling the wrap off is the guy that did the wrap is known for messing stuff up. Oh, like he cut it with a with a razor yeah. blade or something? It, he he told me he did knifeless cutting. Oh boy. Um I don't like where this is headed. How do you knifelessly cut it? It's actually done like a, almost like a zip string. I mean, he's like using the power of his mind. No, 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 no. It's like it's like the stuff that they you you can you can look it up. Like a, a lot of vinyl wrap guys do it, and and really he's probably okay. I I just I know that the front and the rear bumper has been repainted in its life, and so I'm a little worried about what will happen if I'll pull paint off. Mm, and mm -hmm. the day that I got the wrap done when I was driving home, I took a big rock chip on the hood. 
like went through the vinyl, through the paint, down to bare metal. So Ooh. I don't, I don't know. And then, and then when he did the bumper that uh, that GT3 grill, the GT3 smile thing that I have, he messed up the brackets and it it warped my bumper a little bit. So I don't know if that's fixed itself because I did fix it since then, but I just don't know what it's going to look like. Sounds like it might need to go to Stewart's for some TLC. Maybe. And th that's the thing is, is it could use some TLC at a stereo shop to make the stereo work right again. And it could maybe use a body shop TLC, which I don't mind doing, but I'm nervous in its current weird tune state to take it shop to shop to shop. That always well, seems it, to be a... It's getting better. That's true. And I and I don't know what I want to do with the stereo thing. Well, you, did you guys you guys see the picture that I got up of the steering wheel, right? Oh, you want me to pull it up? So I was actually thinking about doing this with mine. Getting rid of it? You see where it's got that nice little cubby hole there? Yeah. Oh. I know. I've thought about buying my stereo back from you. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done anything with it yet. So only because, you know, when I did that, my main goal with the stereo was just to get Bluetooth. Or no, it was to get CarPlay. Well, since then, they've come out with the ribbon deal like that I did in the GT3, where you open up the radio and it puts CarPlay in it. Mm -hmm. And I would I would have done that if that was available at the time, because they put two amps in my car and I just don't feel like it's ever been set up or calibrated right. And now I think one of those amps is failing and I don't, I don't know. I like having a little bit of music in my car, like when we're like when we're just bumping around at the track. But, you know, like I never drive it that much. So uh, it wouldn't really matter to me that much whether it was in there or not. And I'm just thinking, you know, like how much weight can I get out of the car? Right. I <laughs> yeah I, I thought about this last night actually this is funny we're talking about it now i only have two speakers in my doors and then the stock radio i didn't have a working radio for five years i just realized in the back of the radio there was a fuse and it was burnt so i replaced it and oh Hey, what do you know? I do like to he I li I like to listen to the broadcast from the event. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that would be that's the only reason I even have a radio in there. That there wasn't that I would I would pull it out and make cubbies like like that picture. Well, you know our our little radios that we have that we can use to communicate with each other. Those can mm -hmm. tune into FM radio stations as well. And mm -hmm. oh. did we not get the helmet kits for the for our? for the radios like so we can put the the, the transmitter i don't, the receiver I don't have one no me, me I, I got one so what so it's a speaker that goes inside the helmet yeah let me uh let me grab it i mean my my helmet's set up to take a whole system aren't you fancy yeah you know fancy there's like ear speakers like you can put them on either side in your helmet oh, okay and then it has a microphone and so you'd put that like down you know, down here somewhere, like inside the, I don't know, chin area of the helmet. Yeah. And then it has the connector. Yeah. Okay. That goes into the radio itself. It yeah. goes into the radio itself. So then, uh, and then there's a button, like it has this button right here that you can uh, attach to something. And then, so this is like your push to talk. Cool. So all you've got to do for like our radios, all you got to do is uh, connect it and then to your helmet and like clip it to your Hans or something like that. And then you can, then we can all talk back and forth. We need to do that. That would be trick. Yeah. And then get uh, get home base a radio so we could talk to home base. Yeah, like, you know, uh, Steve, our adult supervision. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I guess the those radios, too, they can tune into FM frequencies. So we could we could set them up so that they're listening on on the uh, on the events uh frequency and on the frequency that we're talking on at the same time yeah so like if we talk it would just talk over that oh that's awesome 
So uh, my That's helmet, of course, it's not $30. Stillo actually sells them that go inside the helmet, connect all cool and stuff. Yeah, that would be like a high dollar one. You should, you should, if you have one that's meant for your helmet, then buy that. But, you know, this is just a a cheapie. I just got it to try it out. I meant, I had it for the last race, but it was when we were at um, Abilene, I think. Okay. And I was the only one with the radio there. Well, because <laughs> Wayne and, and Juan didn't have them, and so I didn't really... I didn't mess with it, but. but yeah, my helmet has like provisions for it as well, but I don't think they, they actually sell a, a radio kit for it specifically. Yeah. I'd have to look at mine. I guess I don't remember if I, it seems like there were options when you bought the helmet, if it came with provisions or I don't remember. I'll have to look. Thank you for listening to So You Think Your Car Is Fast podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also want to thank Redenzo Radar, redenzo.com slash BHT for discounts. Also want to thank Evo Spec Engine Development and Force Performance. I tried to change my name to Rick's 911 on Instagram and it says it's taken. Oh. What? I don't want to be underscore. Rick? You said Rick's 911? Huh. Who the hell would want that? I Other don't know. I mean, it is. Ugh. He has zero posts, zero followers, and following one person. Oh, my God. What a waste. I wonder if it's me. You know what? You can have the same name as someone. Well, I wonder if I have, like, multiple accounts. <laughs> Try your passwords. <laughs> All your passwords. I mean, it says Ryan Mo is the guy's oh, no. name. That's not me, then. I don't think that's you. That's not an alias. How about 911 Ricks? No. I don't want the numbers first. Yeah, I can't even do the underscore because somebody already has it. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Uh, here it comes, Dan. <laughs> Dan. We're not recording. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Taylor reveals the new color of his car. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See? Did you ever see the old Monty Python skit? Today we are going to be giving lessons in how not to be seen. <laughs> <laughs>